Hello, and welcome back to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite queer duo, Andrew and Nam. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do that. Like, I do it the same way because it gets the giggles going and gets the yeah. energy flowing. Yeah. So, hello, welcome back to Queer Perspective. Uh, today's episode, we're gonna talk about something interesting: attraction. Am I demisexual or whore? Oh my god! <laughs> I, loved, I think it was like another episode that I would like say like whore. Like that. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I don't know if it's like mean or anything, but it's like a funny word to say. I mean, it's um, not. It's not mean, but it's it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, like, we start off every episode. We describe why the hell are we talking about it? Usually, like yes. how we start every episode is like we were taught. Noms and I is usually talking about a specific subject for like three months. We yes. say we're going to put it on the podcast, and then we put it at the bottom of the list, and then we forget about it. And then we're like, oh, yeah, that's a topic. And then we come back. Yes. <laughs> so um, this topic, uh, we were debating on whether or not we, we should put, like, demisexuality, asexuality, and all different, like, the knob of mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. sexual a person is. Uh, but the thing is, is that we felt like we couldn't really discuss on the asexual ex- asexuality part because it's like yeah we're not we're not asexual but when yeah. we talked about it more we were more discussing about attraction so we decided to mm-hmm. put the focus on that mm-hmm. um how this conversation started is like if you were if you're an astrology person if you remember that in the beginning of 2022 we started with a double retrograde, a Venus retrograde and a Mercury retrograde. And we all went through the journey of the soul during the, that time. <laughs> um, so my journey of the soul was the, like, the, the concrete proof that I'm definitely demisexual. I don't think I've actually talked about it on the podcast, but the way that... It's implied that the first person I've ever had sex with, I was 29. And Mm -hmm. I really haven't been with anybody since. Mm -hmm. Uh, And part of it is like, it's really hard for me to find that kind of attraction beyond like, like, it's very hard for me to get past like the first conversations because it's like, to me, they feel like a stranger to some degree. Mm -hmm. Um, Demisexuality is like, you need an emotional connection before even like the juices start flowing and it's (laughs) and uh the way that it's kind of during that venus retrograde i kind of like yeah that is kind of like my vibe i remember when i was young um even in high school like my mom was like there was a, like I think it discussed about the discussion of like whether I was gay or not, and my mom was on mm-hmm. the asexual fence. That's what she thought I was because I didn't show okay. any interest on anybody when I was a teenager. Like nobody mm-hmm. could put two and two except, together, except, except when they found the gay porn. Except when they found the gay. <laughs> I, I did not like do it outwardly. I just acknowledged it silently. Like that's what I would I see, do. I see. 
I would acknowledge, uh, like, attracted, mm-hmm. like, that's the whole thing. Like, I couldn't accept or acknowledge that I find somebody conventionally attractive, mm-hmm. you know, like Goku from Dragon Ball or Ryu from mm-hmm. Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But I, it didn't really do, does anything for me. Eh. So when we talked about this, I remember when we talked about this before, because we've been talking about this for like three months now. Yeah. Um, but you were mentioning that a lot of the attraction that you feel is actually like aesthetic attraction. Yeah. It's not really like, it's, not, it's not really like sexual or like even sensual. It's like mostly like you'll see somebody and you're like, damn, like they look good. But like on an objectively yeah, I, like visual standpoint. Yes. That's the way I feel about it because it's like I would see like maybe on Instagram or like maybe somebody in when I, we're, we're in Miami, so you go to the mm-hmm, beach, mm-hmm. I'm attractive. And yeah, I remember when I would go with my my mom and my gay uncle and stuff like that. And my gay uncle was like, Ooh, I could ride that. And I would be like, He is attractive, and that's all mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. I, I acknowledge that like uh, the beach body or like different types of aesthetics are attractive. But they don't, it doesn't really do anything for me. I, I like, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like, like if you were to see somebody attractive, what does it do to you? Like a picture well, or something. So, so I was just thinking that um, for a while, even now, like, I think I'm just uncomfortable with seeing people and even mm. just projecting my feelings like that onto them. I think it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Um, and we can, we can cut this part out, but it's like, even for white boy, like when I say like, I'm going feral, like it's genuinely just to mean like the intensity of my feelings. Not like I'm thinking about like actively doing anything with this man. Like, and even if we could, we could bring, you want to keep the white boy part in? Sure. Sure. Okay. And we'll just like, white boy is a nom's newest crush. Okay. So, right. So I have a crush. Um, Code name is White Boy. It says everything we, we, we need it, to know. But... I love the fact that we have like now like any kind of like crush or interest or person like anybody kinda, in our life. We, we just have a code name. We have code name. We have Baltimore. Uh, we have. Yeah, we, I'll RIP. just give you. I'll give you a list. Yeah, RIP is another one. Uh, quadruple Gemini. Ooh, uh, yes. Yeah. White Boy. Yeah. Hey, White Boy. Yeah. Uh, Michigan guy. Ooh, yes. 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 <laughs> I love this. Like, what's the context to any of these names? You'll never know. This Just is places and random things. <laughs> you can figure it out, people. <laughs> um, right. So, um, I have this crush right now, and basically, even when um, I have feelings of like attraction, it's very. It feels very abstract. Like it. It mm-hmm. gives me the feeling of like if the time was right and you know, we were in a moment together, um, like, let's say it was like a date or like rendezvous or however mm-hmm. things would happen. Um, I'm like, it's condition, it feels conditional, but it's like in my head for me to just go and then see somebody and then be like, oh, they're hot. And then I'm going to picture myself with them is very like weird for me. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like it only happens like Fleetingly, and I'm also not very comfortable with it because it's like, it's like I have to be in a in a. Okay, this part I feel like we have to cut out, but like, okay, I have to be like really horny for that 
to like happen and for it to like for me to not mentally check out of that because like i'll think about like having sex with someone and then i'm like i don't want to do that but when i'm horny i'm like that's when i feel like my inhibitions or whatever are like lowered so then and even then like it doesn't work all the time but either way yeah i mean like okay why would you cut this part off and it's part of the episode I was just thinking, I'm like, what if my parents listen to this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm super horny. (laughs) We're like two seasons in. Have they listened to it before? (laughs) In a previous episode, we talked about how you were a whore. (laughs) Damn. I know. I also felt the same way. um, Yes, you did. On that episode. (laughs) I was like, damn, my parents are going to listen to this. They're going to be like... I raised my child Catholic, and now she's just whoring it out on the streets of New Jersey. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, mom and dad, sorry. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> but either way, what I was trying to say is that usually when I'm like not super, 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 super horny, I can't engage with anybody in that way. Like, not like I'd have to actively force myself to do it Mm -hmm. and it just feels uncomfortable and i think it's partly like because i don't really like it and then at the same time like i don't know if the person would be into it like i feel like even in my thoughts and my imagination like i feel like it's easier for me to imagine somebody with me if i've been with them before or if they've consented Mm. to be with me before or i know that they're attracted to me if it's just a stranger i'm like i don't even know if they like me like how could they be (laughs) the way that you're so sweet you're even asking for consent in an imaginary concession situation if that yeah. was my case i would only be allowed to do that for one person and that's a very lonely <laughs> <laughs> um I, so, I understand it yeah it's that, yeah. that comfort um mm-hmm. when it comes to that whole situation about like sexual attraction the part of the demisexual kind of kicks in because it's like i could think about like um attractive people or like models or something like that it doesn't again it's an aesthetic uh mm-hmm. appeal um but like what really turns me on is um people that i do know for a long time i make the joke that you need at least like two years of experience of being my friend yeah. before i could even find you sexually attractive yeah um there's like a whole obstacle course to your heart Yes, it is. There yeah. is. And it's like, it's not hard to go through it. You're just going to have to just be there for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> be there as a good friend for three years. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. after a while, my brain is just like, I'm comfortable now. And actually, yeah. they're kind of hot. And I'm like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> that's so like, funny. I tell I tell myself to shut up because it's like, goddamn, it's like you know that's a, that's a sticky situation. And most no, because of the time... by then, by then, like you're you're like friends, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. will ruin things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I, I could see why I'm never, and usually like ninety nine percent of the time they're straight, anyways. So mm. it's like, yeah, the only Miami time life. it wasn't, and <laughs> it didn't end well. So. <laughs> Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh my he's, god, he's not. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. And like, actually, he's he's like actually thriving. So he's fine. Yeah, he's living his best life. It's just like he ghosts me. Like there's no tomorrow. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, because I also, the, okay, I feel like for a really long time in my life, like, I was like, yeah, I'm demisexual for sure. Like, it's, Mm. like, only people that I know for, like, a while, because I was, like, it just, like, I feel like it took time for my brain to get to a point where I was, like, oh, sex is, like, okay, or sex is, Mm. (laughs) sex is on the table, kind of, so Mm -hmm. when I, like when I had my, um, when I had my first boyfriend, um, <laughs> I never thought about having sex with him like ever. Um, and then like, I mean, this is really shitty of him to to have done. But then he was like, we would do other stuff, and then at the end of our, there was the end of our relationship, which was like two months and a half or like three months around that time. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I've been. Like, essentially, he said that, like, he was trying to prep me for sex, and my brain never got there because I was like, okay, I just came because you fingered me. I'm going to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. Like, we're, yeah. Um, Isn't this what that is? Right. We're good. We're moving on. Like, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) And I never got there. And then it was only when he said that that I was like, oh, like I was like, you should have just told me. Um, but I never <laughs> communications key. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's like if you want something, you should say it. But <laughs> I didn't know. And then I think from from then on, it like kind of gave me gave me like an idea of like, okay, sex is like a thing that happens, quote unquote, like soon. Um, uh-huh. But then at the same time. Um, it's like I f- I feel like in some of some of my relationships. What do you mean like I, by like is sex is something that happens soon? One of my previous boyfriends, a code name Aquarius. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> him and I were dating for I believe like officially for like six months, and I had known him for like I want to say it's sometime between like three and six months before that time. Mm-hmm. So then it was like almost like a full maybe maybe in total it was like six six months or something like that but it was i just know it was six months of Mm -hmm. us like talking and him being in my life and i was like okay i'm ready now like um (laughs) but okay so that's what i mean so like what do you mean okay i'm ready now because it's like this was your during your like more compact time period so Mm -hmm. i'm like what do you mean was it like did you feel it or did you go like well you know straight people do it by six months to be honest (laughs) (laughs) straight people do it by no straight people do it by like the same day like it's same day delivery you know i mean like gays gays do it like before they even like know each other's name so like okay (laughs) but anyways why why the six month mark what what was that about (laughs) i feel like i feel like in my brain like there's a sequence of how things happen (laughs) so it's like in in my head i'm like i want to know first like how you operate in your life like what are your hobbies who are your friends like what do you do Mm -hmm. on and on the regular and then i kind of want to see like their like routine you know for lack of like a better explanation and then i feel like when i get to know like their routine and kind of like the predictable like things about them like that's when i'm kind of like okay if if i'm still there around that time and like nothing has like super duper like irked me then i'm like okay like let's go have sex now but then that usually 
um when it's actually like you're in a couple and stuff like that and then i mean there's a difference when i'm dating when i'm dating guys of course like their timeline is like so fucking fast but then even when i'm when i'm dating somebody that i really like or that i'm like attracted to that timeline is also like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you know not men <laughs> when I, I love this like when you date men it's like this but when i date somebody who i'm actually attracted to <laughs> yeah i was, was thinking of voldemort i was thinking of voldemort that's why okay 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 yeah because it was like in in that sense like when i was with voldemort like i really liked them but um and in my head i was like i was like if i'm if i was smart i would wait i would do the timeline thing i would wait until like i actually like there's one thing the the different feelings that i get like there's one where it's kind of like it is sexual desire and then the one where i wait for it and i wait for my curiosity to like build up is more like exploration and i see sex as getting part like getting to know the person better rather than like Mm. a sexual performance kind of thing so Mm. in my head i was like if I wait, it'll be a better experience, but they're right there and we want mm. each other. So, yeah, you know, and like, why wait? I guess, you know, um, carpe diem. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, okay, so that's how you view sex. This is a way to quote unquote get to know people better no for for sure you can get to know so much about a person yeah you do know a lot of people in that intimate time um you know if they're hell you can tell if they're like a good person in general depending on how they are in bed no yeah like all of the time like i feel like all of the like it's kind of like that feeling of like i'll date somebody for a while and then um you know we break up whatever like the relationship ends and then i'll think back to the sex that we that we had and i can literally link back traits of like their personality to how they were like in bed it tells mm-hmm. you so much but i think like you know in the moment like you don't have the foresight you're not like sitting there analyzing everything that they're doing you know um you're just kind of if in the moment if it's you know, long doing enough yeah you eventually <laughs> <laughs> well to like, be honest yeah to, to be honest if like, it's long enough yeah I mean, this may be TMI, but, you know, RIP is whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was long enough with RIP to the point that I was like, okay. And it's like, you realize, like, a lot of stuff about people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, like... Yeah. Like, like what? No, I was going to say, like, what kind of stuff? If you can, if that, you can share. Uh, if I feel like the thing... It's like, what I meant by, like, the either comment of, like, oh, they might be a good person is, like, I really don't want to say anything bad about RIP because... Not only it's like in bed, I knew they were a good person. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like it was very like good. I think fun and like like wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it was wholesome. Oh, um, but also yeah. like fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay, not, yeah, that, right. not, not that wholesome. <laughs> but you know, so even though R.E.P. ghosted me, whatever. I can't yeah. have that bad feelings for them. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're just living their best life. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel the same. I feel the same way about like I would say, a Michigan guy. Like I feel like like it's probably not to your level to be mm-hmm. to be honest. Like not because because I think you guys had like more prevalent feelings for sure. Um, I think Michigan guy and I like it was. 
it was good enough that like in my head like i i almost never want to say anything bad about him like i don't think i've ever done that to this day you know (laughs) you haven't (laughs) so i totally get you yeah i have it um so i totally get Uh, you i guess this episode we're just going to talk about our sex life right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) with code it's about it just like remember so and so (laughs) It, with like all these code names and like what and I like they're so weird. Baltimore, R.I.P. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think okay, but back on track. On like, uh, I wanted to go back to the the Venus retrograde, the the awakening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I had because uh, during that time, obviously, uh, it was my birthday because it was in January and there was, mm-hmm. nothing was going on in my life. <laughs> And I was, I was lonely. <laughs> and like, and then the gay cell energy was coming in. It's like, I'm never going to find anybody. I'm going to stay mm-hmm. alone. So of course I tried to be more proactive or more spiritual or whatever with mm-hmm. meditation. And I do. Re- and that's when I came up to the, like the, oh, I'm demisexual. Or like, I always knew, I always said that I was dem- demisexual. Yeah. Because it's like. I don't think, I, like I said before, I don't think I've said it in the podcast editor. I just mm-hmm. say that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's very obvious that like any kind of opportunity that came in the past, I, I'd never like, well, I don't see you that way, kind of, if I felt. The far and few between that mm. I've ever experienced it. Uh, one time, I think it was like one time at like my old job, like somebody, like a friend told a friend to tell me that they were interested in me. And, and I okay. was like... Why don't they why don't they go to my face and tell me like already this is a no <laughs> the fact okay, that it's like i can't why? i can't even say yes to somebody that i don't even know who the, what they look like <laughs> it's like grinder sucks because grinder doesn't really put pictures <laughs> at least pictures of face. <laughs> that's so ominous i will never it get is. over that that is so ominous oh my god you, I um, mean, at least when I, the few seconds mm-hmm. that I did in Miami, no pictures. I'm like, how do you, they just, just go into a stranger's house and then like have fun. Like, what the fuck? I can't. I can't. Um, I would never. Like, my I'm, whole body is just like, not. Like, my mm-hmm. love language is physical touch. But mm-hmm. if I don't know you, I l- act like a cat that doesn't like you. <laughs> like, I jump okay. up and like spike up and get away kind mm-hmm, of energy mm-hmm. so i'm very much that kind of person like i remember mm-hmm. sometimes like even like attractive people that i say conventionally attractive they'll put like like they think they're comfortable enough with me because i'm gay and they th- they're attractive they'll put like their hand on my shoulder and i look at them like who do you fucking think you are oh wow okay <laughs> yeah i i it is true like uh i'm very like you know, it's a very trust kind of situation. And I have to get emotionally mm-hmm. connected before. And then once we're emotionally connected, we're like octopuses. Like even mm-hmm. with like people that I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're just mm-hmm. hugging all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to add, another aspect that we did around the same time because I hired, a, I was, okay, I was so sad about my life at that time. For my birthday, I hired an astrologer to read my chart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a whole video. And they went into my Juno. And the Juno is a fun, 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 fun thing to do when you want to know, like, who you're, what your spouse energy, like, who you attract mm-hmm. and what, how you act in a marriage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if you want to, like, you know, for you people at home, all three of you, look at your Juno. You'll see how fucked up your love life is. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, anything... Anything where you're, like, finding out more about yourself, like, with astrology or tarot, it's usually just telling you, like, this is where the the fire is in your life. <laughs> um, I was, so, uh, for example, I'm going to, here's a little more information on me. My Juno is in my 12th house, which is the worst position it could be. Like, literally, every time you Ooh, look it up. round of applause. Because the, the 12th house is about mystery and, like, dreams and the unconscious so it's almost as like uh your love life or your spouse energy is like you know a secret or not real (laughs) you're usually attracted to people who are unavailable that Uh, is so nice (laughs) (laughs) like every time i look at the the astrologer put it in a nice way which fits more along lines that it's the energy of like you push people away or mm. you, it's very hard have to you, make an emotional connection. Have you like pushed is, people away, like like genuinely, like with your whole chest? I mean, I don't actively push people away, but you know how I am in the wild. The way that I'm like bitter dad energy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like okay. after a while, like people just like okay, he doesn't seem he wants to be around, which is like okay, depending. I I have a question. I have a question yes. because earlier we were talking about like Junos and stuff like that, and I was saying. Um, I made a comment. I was like, well, um, because you were saying that like your placement was like toxic. And I was saying that like the reason part of the reason is because like the people that usually get through to you are people that don't care about boundaries. So it's like you'll put up your walls, you'll put up your boundaries and people are just like toxic people are like, well, I don't give a fuck. And they just keep going through it. And then there's the people that like get through to you. Right. Yeah. But my question was like for RIP specifically. I don't think you guys were friends for like three years, right? No, so it was about think, a year. Yeah. Do you think he falls in the category of like repeatedly trying until he got in or just stuck around? Uh, okay, until... so one way that the astrologer put it is that when it comes to like love, if it's not, if it's not like um, pushing it away energy, it's somebody that will sneak up on you. And that's how I felt about R.I.P. It was more like we were like there mm-hmm. hanging out. And then it's mm-hmm. like suddenly we're into each other. We're best buddies. Yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> we were roommates. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the energy that it was. And that's how it was with R.I.P. Um, okay, okay. And that happens also with like friends sometimes. That's how it happened mm. with uh, the leader of the lab. Oh that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that yeah. uh they they I we just sort of like became friends and I don't even know how. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um yeah, uh that's kind of the energy that I try to a bit and like the best way you could consider it like the most positive is like you're demisexual. Like you have to know the person first if you're mm-hmm. if you're Juno's in the 12th house. Mm-hmm. Uh frustratingly enough uh, my 12th house is ruled by Scorpio, which is the sign of sex. So I'm like, <laughs> that's where the incel energy comes in. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like even then, because isn't the 12th house like ruled by, well, Pisces. I don't... it's ruled by Pisces. Okay. I thought it was like a Scorpio thing, but like, I feel like there are common themes between like the 12th house and like, you know, mysterious, 
kind of like standoffish because yeah. Scorpios are known for that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah. Scorpio's house is the eighth house, which is sex and death. Where that, where that <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I don't know why it's that. Such a great mix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have like a prominent placements in the eighth house. That's mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> that, anyway, we just have Scorpio going, like everywhere in your chart. I, like I you know I have a Capricorn stellium, but I have a lot of Scorpio too. Yeah. Um. So that's a great combination. Like stick Love in that. the mud, Scorpio. <laughs> like. Mm. <laughs> and I could see why people don't approach me as often. You're like a horny <laughs> stick in the mud. I know. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> Um, but I have to be honest, I think the mo- it was money well spent because it did sort of, that was part of the whole demisexual realization that mm-hmm. like, oh, it's even in like my chart that mm-hmm. it's like, I, relationships is very difficult. Not difficult, mm. but more like, um, it's, um. Harder to come by. Yes. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's been my life. Um. I'm trying to be more, like, I honestly being more positive about the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, before I would be like, you know, I'm never going to find love. I'm going to be alone forever or that kind of, that, that's a fun vibe to be in. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but eventually I was like, the older I got, the more like, whatever. Uh, the one thing I learned, no matter how self-pity you are with your, whatever the hell's like, oh, I'm not getting laid. Life doesn't give a fuck. It'll keep throwing the shit. way life does not give a single fuck. Like <laughs> it does it's like you can be depressed, care. you can be happy. Life would be like, this is just the cards that you've been dealt with. I don't give a fuck about how you feel. And it's like, okay, thanks. Love that. <laughs> so you just keep going. Um so uh we do have talking points. Um, but I feel like we've been kind of like jumping back <laughs> yeah. and forth all Oh, for points. sure, for sure, for sure. Um did you have any kind of realizations during the the Venus retrograde? What was going on for you there? Uh, I was having some different kinds of realizations. I was just depressed the whole time. Yeah. Oh, and I think, um, oh, you know the realization that I had. I think I had this realization that like I was really avoidant, or mm. that like like I I tend to keep people at like a five foot distance. And mm-hmm. then they can only approach if I'm like, if I like, I'm like, yes, proceed. And I'm watching them approach me the whole time. You know, like mm-hmm. I hate people sneaking up on me. Like I hate people like just or not. Hate is a very strong word, but it's like I have to be aware in like mm-hmm. consenting the whole time. I feel like for for me to feel comfortable, if not, then I feel really like not in control. And then I just want I just want to leave. And then I just like when I was younger and by younger, like, I mean, like, you know, late teens, I used to ghost mm-hmm. people so much. Like people would just say stuff that was like irritating. Really? To me, and I was like, I was like, I'm going to ghost you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I just wouldn't talk to people. Um, the, Like I did it to family members. Like, no. <laughs> oh, like wow. one of my aunts like told me something that I didn't like once. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like you're texting me <laughs> over the phone. You can only say that because like I'm letting you text me. So, mm. and then I ghosted her. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, and then at some point I was like, okay, no, I mean, like, you need to stop doing that. Cause I was doing it to like a lot of people. Um, mm. and, but I think it was just me getting 
um overwhelmed by like i i think like reciprocation sometimes it's hard for me when it's not like incremental and it's not like very small steps that i can like um that i can feel comfortable in between um so then whenever i moved really fast with someone like at some point i just get really really uncomfortable and i always want to leave the relationship because i always feel very like it's a combination of like trapped and just like i made a rash decision and to be honest like half my chart is taurus so taurus is like just steady slow calculated yeah. moves whenever i move fast like mm -mm, it doesn't feel good even if even if i even if it's a decision, even if I get to like an endpoint that I know I would have ended up at anyways if I had moved slow, the fact that I move fast, like ruins it. So, but yeah. Have you uh, actually? Yes, you have done. I was gonna say like, but actually, have you done anything fast when they're? But you have. Yeah. Um. Uh. You've done things fast with um. More female presenting people i think yeah um because i don't yeah. usually when it comes to men you take it like nice and slow and i mean know, as slow as begrudgingly slow as, <laughs> as slow as you can take it with men but yeah i i agree like i think i think my feelings are a lot slower with men like i think my feelings are a little bit like a little bit more steady a mm -hmm. little bit you know more guarded for sure yeah. um i think with not men or non-men um it's a completely different story because my brain is like i don't know like i feel like my brain is like ooh, i don't need to have all of my defenses up and uh, then it's just like you know feelings party kind of and good. then it's that feeling of like and it is a false narrative but like for a really long time like i was sitting there and i was like i'm only having issues in my dating life because i'm dating men so then it's like when I started dating people that were not men, I was like, yeah, I can I can trust them off the bat. Like, I don't need to I don't need to do any boundaries, whatever. Like, why would I need to Who do that? Who needs boundaries? Who needs boundaries? I do not know her. <laughs> so, so, so I was just sitting there. And, and a lot of times, too, like um, those are people that were like they were my friends um, or people yeah. that I. Yeah, they were all of them actually were like my friends. So when i would proceed like i would be like well they would never hurt me because they're my friend and like to be to be fair like i think like that's a fair assessment a fair way of looking at it and but i think it's like it's it's harder to keep that as a truth when like a relationship is involved and then like insecurities I are mean, involved and like you know from an yeah. outside perspective i think that was the case that they didn't actually hurt you it's like but like I said, when when I was earlier, uh, when I was Voldemort, they try in their okay. Mm. That situation, I was thinking of another person. They tried okay. their best to keep it. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, you're in that situation. That's why they're called Voldemort for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like they're if your nickname person, is ever Voldemort, but... like that's how you know you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be mean, and they were, you know, doing their thing. They were figuring themselves out too, but they yeah. didn't do it in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, sorry. That's not. I don't, I don't think. I don't think that's mean. I think, yeah, to be. And I, I don't know. It's it's hard because I think, I think after like a a couple of relationships, quote unquote, like it's harder for me to be like, oh, this it was solely this person's fault. Mm -hmm. Um. 
so it's like you know they have we're we're both figuring stuff out so yeah you know water under the bridge i guess yeah except that i'm gonna keep calling them voldemort yeah i mean like because that's the nickname we're we're gonna give them all these nicknames and that's just how it is (laughs) honestly i think it's like that's fun to do just give them nicknames yeah so it's like you distance yourself from the person and like mm-hmm. you respect their privacy, you know, you don't have to give their Yeah, privacy. that too. That too. Um uh anyways, uh I was gonna say, okay, so we talked about my Juno. Do you wanna talk about your Juno? Because your Juno's funny. <laughs> <laughs> wait, actually oh wait, my Juno's in um the it was Gemini Sixth House. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh which a bridge version, I'm just a whore. Um, or actually be in an open relationship. <laughs> Literally, when I tell you anything that's like that has to do with relationships, like in my chart, I think I have another. Um, like I think I have another. There's a house like on you know that represents like marriage or whatever. Yeah, like in in general, like when you're looking at your wheel for your natal chart, um, I think it's like the sixth or seventh house like tells you like your marital yeah. life or whatever it is. And, like, that one is in Gemini, obviously, because my Juno is in Gemini. But it's, like, aside from, like, my Venus in Taurus, it's, like, I feel like every time I look into something that has to do with relationships in my chart, it always says that I'm a whore. Or, like, I'm prone to cheat, quote-unquote, which I've never done in my whole, like, in my whole 20, almost 25 years of life. Um, And I'm, like, really, really against it. Um, it is true like you like every time we look at information because gemini is more like doing multiple things at once energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like your love and stuff is, tends to be in that area and i'm like yeah well okay it's true that you don't cheat i think you're really good at consent yeah. and stuff like that yeah. but mm-hmm. the way that you would also like wouldn't mind being in multiple relationships at once yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure for sure i think i think the weird part is that like sometimes how can i say like i feel like my brain is very singular so it's like my crush on white boy right i it's like because i don't want to be so focused on it i'm like on tinder talking to other people so that i can kind of split my attention i can't even do that you can't even do that like if i I remember when i was on tinder and stuff like that i'm sorry i'm like taking the story but like the way that i'm like when I was on Tinder and like I was dealing, okay. So I remember telling you, like I think there was a Z previous on the podcast that I was scammed, uh, the Bitcoin scammers. Um, yeah. They they got they got me good because they gave me good morning texts and everything, but it was like three consecutive guys that wow. I would do that with, and the way that mm-hmm. I would like stop dating apps, you would stop was, everything. You would be like, oh, time to delete everything yeah and then it was like, i'm taking and then there were and then there's like bitcoin and i was like okay and then mm. like delete. and then the next guy i was like okay he's hot bitcoin mm. and then <laughs> the last guy is like once he got into like bitcoin i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah yeah you're like i'm sensing a pattern here <laughs> um, yeah um like it was so fucking annoying but like okay, even then like you're probably like like monogamous for sure. I thought I, I was like monogamous. I'm probably no. like no. now I've been like, saying like monogamish, you know, because I've never I've never experienced it, so I can't really like fully say it with my chest. Mm. But dude, like <laughs> this 
the way I was just complaining, I'm like, my chart makes me sound like a whore. I'm not a whore, but the way what I'm about to say <laughs> is very whore. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm the girl that, like, you know, girl asterisks as in, like, whatever. <laughs> but girl <laughs> that, like, goes to the club and I'm dancing with a guy and it's like, we're, like, back to front. So, like, my back to his front. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at other guys. Like making eyes with other guys, and so I you're act, I'm up with somebody, and you're checking other yes. guys out. Yes, girl, I'm I doing it the I whole had, time. I, I wouldn't even say that's confidence because it's like I wish I had that like desire to even do that. Like that's not even in. I feel like it's fun to do because when you cast somebody's eyes it, and they're like looking at you, uh, like <laughs> the way your whole like, body is just like, mm. oh, like people. Oh no, <laughs> people looking at me. like okay so i i i work out at my local park because you know like that's like sweeping to do um sometimes i would like like go into like areas that don't have a lot of people in it just so i don't work out while people are looking at me (laughs) that's why i really hate going to the gym too i don't like people being there I feel like it's, I I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to be, unless I knew that I looked good or something, I definitely wouldn't want to be doing stuff in front of other people. But it's like, when I go to the club, it's like, it's in that mindset of like, I'm, it's not like I'm here to perform, but it's like, I'm here to put myself out there. You know, it's not like... It's it's not me in my regular life. It, like I I drive so fucking far to go to the club that I like. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't know anybody there and nobody knows me. So why not? You know. I understand that, and maybe that sounds liberating. But the way that that sounds like an absolute nightmare. The me. way you're like, I would never ever do that in my I entire would, life. I, if that. that ever happened to me, if you see me at a, it's like something happened to Andrew against like, your will dr- for sure. And he's there against his will. He's probably there. Like they have his family hostage. go to the club or else (laughs) because it's interesting because it's like you talk about like your venus and your juno being in the whore and now that i think about it i think my venus is in aquarius so i Mm. want something like unconventional and like which is so like i okay i feel like it's a weird combo because i feel like from what i know about you where you're like you want slow and steady, and you want predictable, and you want, like, okay. all these things, and then picture, your Venus is, like, picture, an Aquarius? Picture my brain, and picture my circumstances. I'm a gay in Miami. What's the most unconventional oh, thing of having a long-term monogamous relationship? Oh, my God. That's, when you put that it that way, happen when you in put Miami. It that way, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, it checks the out. The way that, like, every time I admit myself that I'm gay in Miami, that my first is, like, people think I'm a whore. And I'm like, part of me was like, thank you. Oh, my God. Wow. That, actually like, oh, that is so true. You're like, you think I'm a whore? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I remember, okay, like, one time, one time, you know, like, blood donations and stuff like that. Like, yeah. they're kind of iffy when it comes to gay people. But this one lady was just, like, she was hounding me. And then she was like, well, with blood donations, you could test out all the STDs. For your blood and i'm like you think i have an std oh my god <laughs> i think maybe she was just being homophobic <laughs> yeah she was but the way that that's just what they believe that i'm having so much sex yeah. that i'm having venereal yeah. diseases oh my I god mean, <laughs> but that's the way that i actually view it that it's like what's something unconventional for a gamer to be something monogamous like the way that it's like 
especially in Miami, like no. That Long is term. so true. Family. That is so true. <laughs> wow. I, that is I so never backwards. thought about it that way. But the way that that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. No, I completely uh, agree. That is so big brain. <laughs> <laughs> it It is just, I, I think it's stupid personally in a meta level. It's like, oh, I want to have, a, it's like, if I was going to come into this life, it's like, I want to be in a monogamous relationship, but I want to be against the grain. How can I do that? Oh, a gay in Miami. That's how mm-hmm, that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's generally the vibe that I do want. Like I am, like I was thinking with like the scammers. Hell, like even like crushes. I usually just have like one, like one that I'm actually like attracted to. Yeah. Um, and I then mean, usually like if that doesn't go mm-hmm. anywhere, or if I find like out more about them, then I find them too annoying, and it's like this is a waste of my time. <laughs> My energy immediately goes to like, okay, who's the ne- who's somebody who's been in my life, or like it'll be like empty for a while, and then mm-hmm. somebody else who's been in my life for long enough comes and it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. then there's an empty seat here. There's only one mm-hmm. seat, but it's empty. <laughs> you mm-hmm, could be the crush. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Okay, so so there's this um there's this like sexologist that I follow on YouTube. Ooh. She's like on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, etc. Um, her name is Shan Boudram, but Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying that like so with her current husband what she was doing was that like she was dating for like a while and then mm-hmm. she kept getting into like toxic relationships and it was like, like you know kind of shitty and stuff like that and then at some point she was like okay I'm not in the in a great place to have a relationship but I want to still have sex so then what she did was like basically I think I told this to you before and you were like hell the mm-hmm. fuck no I would never do that what? but she basically like auditioned people but like auditioned as in like she would um kind of I don't remember if it was like people that she would meet at like physical places or like I don't think it was dating sites but essentially she would invite them over and then kind of like hang out with them for like an hour or two like make out maybe probably like not have sex with them just to see how the vibe was and if she like enjoyed herself and if she did she would carry on like the the relationship with that person and i feel like you know i first found out about her and this story like i think when i was like around 19 around like 1920 and mm-hmm. even though i never i've never done something like that like that really resonated with me because i was like yeah, that, that makes would, sense that's a- that sounds like something that you would do. Like I for sure, for sure. I think like me, I'm doing like a lower version, like a lower effort version when I go to the club. Like I feel like that's what I do. So you're saying like that whole like speed dating or trial service with people. That sounds trial something that you service. would What other trial way are you gonna put it? It's taking a it's demo. It's not a trial service. It's a mutually like it's the way like, that, that imagine... like an hour is not long, and I need like a year before I could be like I like you. Okay, but what if you find out that like after a year you're like actually you kind of suck. Yeah, like, that's that a happens. year, and you're like monogamous on top of it. So it's like one year for one person, and they might end up being. It's shitty. not monogamous. It's like I don't even get into a relationship or like even consider it until like at least at the very fastest like six months. Of friendship. To to get to dating. To not well, hey, I've never been on a date before. But to even like okay, consider okay. it. Like to be find no, not even to consider it, to find them attractive in a sexual sense. I can't That's you the not. demisexuality cooking in. Like I realize it's like so there's another guy that I call um I think we called him Art Boy. 
Um, oh, yeah. That, that Madam in my new D&D group that I'm doing with my brother. Uh, and it's now that I'm like, and it's been like six months, and now I'm like, actually, he's cute. Hmm. <laughs> Literally, like it doesn't—it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. kick in until like for for at first it's like you're a stranger in my house. Try not to get yeah. angry. <laughs> and wow. Then, and mm-hmm. then it's like when we become friends, it's sort of like it's a very sl- it's like an extremely slow burn. Starting from like it's super mm-hmm. slow. It's annoying mm-hmm. as fuck to be honest. That like you approach everybody, it's like you are a person, and like that's it to everything. That's and wow. like to be on. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that I was attracted to Goku, I wouldn't even know if I was gay. Wow. <laughs> I Okay, that is very, very different than how I feel because a lot of times, I mean, I thought, um, I still kind of do this, but I think it's a, mm-hmm. it's a habit that I got a little bit from like, I don't, I don't want to say like comphead, but it is like a habit that I feel like I, I got when I was like dating men and like actively comphead. pursuing like, relationships like with men but um it's like i would go into a room where you know like like okay for example what wait what nickname did we say for oh aquarius okay so aquarius right we were in the Uh same class and we were going to be in the same class for like a whole semester and i i think that semester i walked into every single class and i did like a visual survey of like who is cute and who I could potentially be interested in. And then I think like I landed on Aquarius and I was like, okay, I want to focus my energy like on you. And then, um, <laughs> and then, you know, we, um, we didn't date like while we were in class and stuff like that, but the whole time it was kind of like, how do I say? It was like, I wanted to get to know him, but I think it was already with, like, I was happy to stay like in the friends area Mm -hmm. but essentially like i was getting to know him because i wanted to also see if he could be fit for like dating or whatever or if he would be interested or whatever and i realized that i do that a lot of times like um even with yeah like with with the crush that i have right now the group that that he's a part of um i initially I, I initially ruled him out because I was like, well, he's white and he's from New Jersey. So it would never work. <laughs> I was I like, mean, he, he probably white. doesn't even like black girls, you know? <laughs> and okay. so, you know, wait, the, wait, verdict, wait, wait, wait. the verdict is okay. out on this one. Question. It's like, yes. did you not like, did you dismiss him because you thought he was like kind of racist because he was white? Or are you it's generally not, not that racist. attractive to white people? It's it's not the kind of racist. Um, it's kind of like I don't like to shoot my shot with people that I don't feel like I'm not I'm I'm not gonna get a chance with. Like my crush, oh. my crushes don't even happen if I if I don't feel like I have a chance. Okay. Like, yeah. It. I don't know what it is about it, but it's like the minute that I feel like I don't have a chance with somebody, it becomes like a moot point, and then I just don't. I don't. I don't want to like. That's, that's do anything about it. I, maybe this is my Juno in the twelfth house, but that doesn't matter to me. Like crushes <laughs> happen. Like it doesn't. Like it's like a crush just. Ha- it, it, it's like a natural like fucking event, a natural like course of me just getting a crush. It's like if you're in my life long enough, and mm-hmm. you're like just a cute guy, mm-hmm. a crush will inevitably happen. Um. 
Do it like I think, maybe like a day or something, and then I'm like, no, this is a dumb idea. But he was cute. <laughs> I th- I think a lot of the times, like that's why I've gotten historically speaking, um, crushes on on men and like black men because I know that I've most definitely like probably have a chance with them with mm. white people. Like it's so because it's to be honest the you know brief thing but it's like i just feel like the standard of beauty is like just different that's um true. you know so then i feel like i have less of a chance like i feel like you know and and that's what i've been thinking a lot with like with white boy like i'm kind of like not ruling it out and not saying that he's like racist or anything like that but i'm kind of like if you've been dating a certain type of people like all your life like can i have a chance like i don't know i don't know but in any case i mean I think it's like that goes to like the point that we have there of like decoding attraction, figuring like why. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and, oh my god! Speaking of decoding attraction, because I'm yeah. I'm actively trying to figure out if somebody likes me, right? I've okay. been on so many Reddit threads where like people are like, "This is how you know this." <laughs> Whenever you say I'm on a Reddit thread, really? it's gonna end well. It's like downhill. <laughs> we're going downhill. Like we already know. It's like okay, we're getting to the bottom of the barrel. but um essentially i mean a lot of people like what they were saying was like very was very helpful but then a lot of people were also saying like if somebody likes you they'll just ask you out and i'm like that's not true but it's fine a lot of people say that it's like that does not happen yeah some people they just oh my god i saw a lot of people say like they were like oh when i like somebody i just recoil into myself and i avoid them and i'm like i get it when I okay, when I genuinely like somebody, I think I make a an effort to start conversation. Like the shells start, the walls start going down, and I try to make an effort. It comes off like an ass. Yeah. Like I come off of like a a jerk, or my resting bitch face comes off. But I'm trying so hard. Like if you, if you see mm-hmm. me approach somebody, a I probably have known them for a while, or mm-hmm. we've had some sort of like interaction for a period of time and this is taking a lot of effort on my part to Mm -hmm. actually talk to somebody like a lot of effort i feel like even even for like our friendship um because if i think about it like when i started feeling closer to you and like caring more about you i was like uh, i can't talk to this man anymore i don't want to um because i was like it was like yeah i wanted to like avoid it i didn't want to like confront i was like what if he's not on the same page what if he only like the way you know, okay I what love, if i okay. want him to be my bestie but he doesn't want me to be his so, bestie like <laughs> we've had this conversation yeah before that the way that it's like you were like the way that okay back back like back in the ancient times of 2019 right. um <laughs> um when we were like uh you were kind of separated from the friend group because of drama mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, and uh I made an effort to like go to you to like talk for a little bit. The way that you were like when we talked about it, you were very like, no, nah, you were just like on the path. And it was like the way that I'm yeah. like, this is a conscious effort. This is like <laughs> me going out of my comfort zone to where you yeah. are to like yeah. say, I'm here. And I'm like, and I thought, I thought I was doing like the grandest of gestures. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, yeah, this person is going to die. <laughs> Looking at it from the outside, yes, I could see that. Because, like, me, <laughs> my salty ass coming to people saying, like, hi and trying to start a yeah, conversation. Yeah, you're just like, you're, you're I'm just the like, worst. Why? What are you doing? That. 
Like, there's so many times, like, I feel like he's a person, and you're like, yeah, what are you doing? And I'm like, dang. <laughs> I'm like, why are you bullying me? Oh my God. The way that I'm like, in my mind, the way that's like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> no way. That's, that's the way that I feel it. And then I know, and then like, I see like my mom or like other friends is like, are you in a good mood? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so you. <sighs> I mean, all I was, all I was trying to say, all I was trying to point attention to is how, you know, like I was saying, like when there's a good chance, like when I like somebody, I pull away. And mm-hmm. if I don't pull away and I just stay neutral, like a normal person, like it's, I'm actively fighting against myself to do that um and with you like it looks differently because like that's the part of your brain that switches and you're like okay let me engage with this person and like actively pursue i was just saying that because i feel like that's why our dynamic worked you know yeah um and even i mean and that's a thing that that goes back to like the realization that i had like during the the what's it called the double venus retrograde um Mm -hmm. or the double retrograde like that was my realization of like i need to be i mean like yes i don't like things moving fast but there's a part of me that like just also don't doesn't like things moving at all and i oh. feel like and i feel like that's the part where i'm like okay no i like maybe compromise a little bit on that um because it's like uh, i feel like a lot of um when when a relationship like happens organically like i feel like a lot of it is like testing the waters without like coming up to the person and being like hey i like you let's date now yeah it's a lot of like you know you get like you get like feelings around them or like you start getting you start bumping shoulders and like you know stuff like that where it's like it kind of makes you think like "Ooh, is there more hmm, to this plot um and then and then you know after having like that kind of like unspoken rapport then you can like talk about it and it feels easier and it feels less like out of the blue but it's like if i'm always standoffish then i'll never have that natural progression um Mm -hmm. you know so and i want that i feel like it's a good time you know so (laughs) so um that was my realization i was like get out of your fucking head um and you know boundaries are good but like not a fortress Maybe like just a wooden fence, you know? Mm. You're preaching yeah. to the choir in that thing. The way that it's like, <laughs> are you kidding? I'm the literal tower from the tarot. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my wall. It is it's it, like the way that like we're kind of like opposites, but also like doing the same thing. Yeah, we're, we're literally. <laughs> yeah, it's like different situations, but like same methods. <laughs> Big um, oof. Big oof. Um, I think we did good. Okay, so the next topic or the last topic we have is I love everything about sex except for sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's part of attraction, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> This is why this is why like when I think about when I think about it I don't think I fall in the category of like demisexual but I feel like you know if um it's kind of like that feeling of like if definitions expanded I would definitely not fall in like the regular category you know mm-hmm. um cuz I feel like there's just so many things um and this is probably because I'm like neurodivergent you know um yeah. but there's so many things about like attraction that I 
just don't subscribe to even though i i think i like um you know being involved with people and stuff like that um and i have been known to be a little little slutty you know on yeah. a saturday night um but yeah and i like the i love everything about sex except for sex came up because we were talking about it and then we were both like yeah the parts before and the parts <sighs> after yes <sighs> the parts in between eh, you know um, mm, it's okay mm, it's okay mm. <laughs> i mean like like i'm thinking about it and i'm yeah. like I like every. I, I'm Scorpio rising, Scorpio. So that's very like <laughs> sex I and do death. Like that, sex <laughs> is very important in in a relationship for me. Uh, mm -hmm. I realized that with my only relationship. Like, yeah, yeah. At the very least, it's like it needs to be like bombastically good, or else mm -hmm. I'm like, this is this is not it, chief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I like the whole build up. I like mm -hmm. the whole like uh process of getting into it mm -hmm. making out snuggling mm -hmm. like and here's the thing with like guys and sex apparently guy sex like the actual like climax of a guy not a big fucking deal to be honest mm -hmm. it, it is not like the the way that i describe it it's just like pfft, and then like your brain <laughs> your brain flips a switch like sometimes like, you, you could feel it like the brain flips a switch and then like leases out the chemicals what's it called that your brain lets out when uh you climax well isn't it oxytocin the oxytocin or something? or something like that like you feel it and then you're like okay and then you move on <laughs> <laughs> um so like with guys i don't know why it's like because the actual act it's not that big of a fucking deal like okay. everything up to that point is great and awesome. But when it's done, it's almost just like, that's why like a lot of guys don't want to finish early because it's like, when it's done, it's done like the brakes get hit. Yeah. And then that the is, oxytocin that is kicks disappointing. in. And then like, you know, the blood yeah. flow stops. And then they're like, um, so. <laughs> Back to reality. I know it sucks. Um, <laughs> That's why it's like, I, I understand, like, I understand why, Okay, what, what I was going to say, I don't understand why people would do, like, that kind of situation, especially if you're a guy, because mm -hmm. it's, like, that high lasts for, like, a millisecond of finishing. Mm -hmm. And the only time that it was, like, and the times that I did it, there was a lot of emotion evolved. Mm -hmm. A lot of, like, interest, investment, so that, like, when that finished, it wasn't really over. Um, mm -hmm. Then it was, like, snuggling, kissing, mm -hmm. uh nap talking suggestions mm -hmm. of doing part uh, round two or round three mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know that's a maybe even like after round three taking a shower for round four <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um <laughs> pandemic times were just golden. Oh, the best they were the best um oh. but that was the, and that was the whole point that it's like everything about it except for the actual act. And even then, um, I, information about me, I'm a bottom. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Guess. I'm, a, I'm a, a pillow princess. Uh, because, and I do it because logically or physically it's just better. Mm. Like, um, coming, it's like I said, <laughs> But like, 
Yeah. But when you're, um, because our prostate is easily accessed through the butt, and when it's mm -hmm. stimulated, it makes it like five times more, mm -hmm. uh, to the point that like it remind like that's the closest thing I've ever gone to describe when you describe how an orgasm was like for you. Because like when you're being penetrated and you come, it's like the wind gets knocked out of you, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I suggest it for everybody. Like pay if you have a partner, if you're straight, and if you're a guy with a. Get your girlfriend a uh, strap on and like have fun. <laughs> I, I I think it definitely it's definitely like the double sensation kind of thing because I yes it is. I feel like I've seen you know somebody else, but like um, it wasn't penetra penetrative, but it was like you know stimulation yes. down there, but then also on their chest. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Like if you could do yeah. that and also be making out in the same time. Which you got, forgot. Some guys you gotta be flexible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then that's like I think that was all like the best time, like mm -hmm. being um, penetrated and making out and like just a lot. You know, this is you know fuck this shit. <laughs> 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 the way that I'm like. Uh, I'm definitely gonna die alone. <laughs> <laughs> Not this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like, you know, there's a reason why those memories in the past. <laughs> it's like, I'm getting frustrated. It's like, mm. go up to you, to you, my darling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I was gonna say, because I think, I think for me, a lot of the times, like, if I really like the person, like, when mm -hmm. I was telling you stories about, like, um, Voldemort, um, mm -hmm. it was, like, I I wasn't getting pleasured. It was just them. And you the whole time, my brain was on fire, like, in a yeah. very, very good way. Like, I was like, this is you insane. Know? Like, it's, like, you know, preview for, like, our next episode, but... It was like what every fanfic talked about when it's like you see the person that you like in that position oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. I was like I was like this is what people write about. I see it <laughs> with my two eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Before it was like cuz you know like guys to be honest, I I think I do like guys. I just don't like how repressed guys are. So it's like they're 100% like, repressed. Yeah. So it's like even when I'm intimate with guys and it's like it's just, it falls flat because, like, okay, I remember one time, like, I was with this one guy, and I'm, like, doing stuff to him, you know, hopefully to, like, pleasure him, and then I'm looking at him because I'm trying to gauge his reaction, like, his bodily reaction to see, like, what feels good, what feels nice, like, whatever, what should I repeat, and then he's like, why are you looking at me so much, and I'm like, bro, I'm trying to make it a good time for you, let me do my job, like, it's okay, you know, but I feel like I, like, I'll have interactions like that where it's just like the guy is just like, why are you so involved? Why are you so like, you know? And I'm, I'm like, sorry, I have your dick in my mouth. How else do you think I'm? Well? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, the way that the way that it's like, I understand that men are raised to like that's more important. But goddamn, like, what did you expect when you get there? Like, no conversation. Like, yeah. what the I, th like, I think it's that feeling of like when you're embarrassed that like somebody's looking at you at like. You know, when you're like, you're already naked. Like, what the fuck? Your clothes are, I mean, like, I, I understand that point. Like, they, that, that sense of vulnerability, a lot of guys don't like it. Yeah. Um, 
Especially being, being watched, I, th- I think is intimidating. It's honestly, it's super fucking hot, and I, they're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> As a demisexual, I will admit it's fucking hot. No, uh, it's it's nice. Like when you that oh vulner, like okay, remember that that I think we talked about it in a previous episode, but that the idea that vulnerability is sexy in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, like, like honestly, like it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It, it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. I th- I think one thing that like stayed in my mind um, with Michigan guy was mm-hmm. that it was like while we were doing stuff, um, mm. it was like. Because I feel like some guys like they'll even like like they'll control the way that their body reacts or like their facial expressions and stuff like that. And it's not like he was doing anything over the top, but I could tell, you know, um, it's kind of like when you can read somebody's facial expressions or like body language. Like I could just tell that like it was good, and it's good to know. <laughs> it <laughs> like, is. It's good it for is the vibes. Amazing to go. Like the vibes are immaculate when they immaculate are, like, vibes when yeah. they show their O face. Oof. Truly, yes. truly, truly, truly. Um, I mean, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, mm-hmm. I only have one example, but I know, like, other examples that, like, people have talked about is because it's, like, most men only, like, interaction or idea of sex is through porn. And mm-hmm. they also bring that kind of, like, theatrics yeah. to the thing. And it's, like, have you seen, like, porn's stupid. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like they feel like that's how it's supposed to be and it's like it's it's not no i think i think what really really messed it up for me um recently i saw this video of this one um sex worker and she was talking about how like she has to do like a week of prep before any shoot like any porn shoot and i was sitting there and i'm like there's that's why it seems so unnatural like you know how like the whole time it seems like the reactions are fake or like it yeah. feels like, like, sometimes, like, I'll look at them and I'm like, can you actually feel the other person there? Like, like I feel do like you actually they can't feel like, like them? Yeah. Like, it feels like they're not feeling anything or, like, not experiencing any of it. I mean, that's probably a little bit them dissociating and, like, performing, you know. Um, oh, yeah. And that, that is their job. But it's, it just, it just solidified. Like, I was like, that's why it feels so weird to, like, watch it. Um, You know, that it, commercialized I, kind I, of. I yeah. do watch a lot of porn. Um... <clears throat> Because uh, I ain't getting any, so. Uh, <laughs> but the way, okay, when I say a lot of porn, I tend to watch the same five videos <laughs> over and over. Which I wish, oh my god. And it's god. always the ones with, like, the best chemistry between the actors. Oh my god. When there's good chemistry, sometimes good chemistry isn't, most of the time, good chemistry yeah. is enough to get me off. <laughs> to be to be honest, I, I agree. But I think, I think my issue is that I... I even if there's one video that I like or one person, let's say that I keep going back yeah. to, I have to break it up with other stuff. I can't watch it back to back. If I watch it back to back, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. Like really, and this is this is the thing. You know, this is the difference between like you know you you like slow and steady, you like predictable. Like me, I'm kind yes. of like all over the place and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even if there's stuff that I like, I want to. I not even I want to. I need other. Mm-hmm stuff and then i'll come back to the stuff that i like you know periodically I get it. yeah i get it i i think i'm the the weird one in that case of the slow and steady but it's like you think so it's like i don't know i like in miami i feel like i am sometimes okay yeah. well miami's a 
cesspool. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Miami is like a lost cause at this point. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe if I went to more like up north, but eh. yeah, the people are definitely more neutral here. They're mm. like more normal, you know. Like, <laughs> no, more, seriously. Yeah, I get that. Um, I was thinking like the way that like with the porn searching, it reminds me of like um, we even had this discussion about ASMR. <laughs> Oh yeah. The way oh. <laughs> we both like watching ASMR. This is, you know, this is a part of attraction. Yeah. What did you want to bring up about ASMR? The fact that because it the turns way... me on and not you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, we were talking about like this might be funny. You'll decide later, but because it's like you like watching those ASMR, which is like what was it? It was like something crazy, like your elemental boyfriend proposes Stop. to you, and then <laughs> yes. mine is always just like. The ones that I always tend to watch is sort of like uh, kind uh, makeup artist at like Sephora does your makeup, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, or like old or like older sister does your nails or something like that kind of stuff. No, like... minor minor only like boyfriend comforts you after anxiety attack, like <laughs> <laughs> or it's like. <laughs> uh boyfriend oh one one that i liked the other day it was like the scenario of like it's your boyfriend and you at the beach um yeah it's like always like relationship r relationship e stuff yeah the the way that i love um my favorite i think i've done like most is like oh your best friend takes you to do your portrait mm -hmm. for lunch or something like that like that's what i like to watch very platonic wholesome kind of scenarios because it's like when i've gotten asmr in real life the the the, the, the goosebump feeling mm -hmm. was those kind of scenarios like mm. a nurse being supportive and nice or like a friend just doing like a a, a kind gesture mm -hmm. um with soft spoken it's like the way when like those like attraction ones like accident like you know sometimes they'll play like the next video and then the next mm -hmm. video would be like you know boyfriend trying to comfort you and there's like hey sweet I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, a lot of those, like, I only listen to, like, two creators and, like, they're the only person, like, the only two creators that, like, I actually trust. Um, mm. The other ones are, like, I'll listen to them and I'm like, why are, like, I'm like, you should not do this ever. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the other um, videos, but the one, like, there was one creator that I was listening, listening to for, like, a while and um, it was, like, I think the combo of, like, he actually had a voice that I liked and it didn't feel fake. Like, I feel like there are a lot of ASMR, like, relationship-y stuff that feels so, like, over the top. It's like, why are you talking like that? Like, people the, don't talk like, like this. I think, like, the few that I've seen, it's, like, very, like, how could I put it? Supportive is the word that comes to mind. Like, artificially, mm. like, oh my god. Yeah. And it's I'm like, oh my like, god, are you okay? Do you need blah, blah, blah? I'm like, uh, chill out and it's like if you're actually in my relationship with me you wouldn't ask all these dumb questions <laughs> <laughs> right to be honest I, like there's some i'll listen and i'm like you don't know this you guys have been in a relationship for how long <laughs> like you're considering proposing in the next video and this right? Is <laughs> right 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 no for sure oh my god <laughs> but um the one okay there's one that i that i would listen to and it would be like 
it was it was two it was like one of them was like you know comforting it was two of them was like comfort and it was like comfort through kind of like mental health related things like mm-hmm. one of them was more um food aversion like related and then and like okay. body insecurity related and then the other one was more related to like anxiety but it was like i remember in like the food aversion one like the guy was kind of scolding like you know how like okay for example if i talked to you and i was like hey i'm not taking care of myself you would be like no i mean take care of yourself i care about yeah. you but can you fucking like get it together and it was like that you know and i was like okay this makes sense this makes sense like somebody cares about you they're always gonna be like bro can you get it together respectfully can you please and lovingly? for once please, please. i love you but damn it i love you but damn <laughs> And then um, the other one, like, I feel like a lot of times when I listen to, like, anxiety ones, they'll be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, I hate it when you feel like this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't want, like, that'll make me even more anxious. Like, do not do that. Uh So it's like the one that I would listen to would be like, yeah, I'll just sit with you and we'll just hang out. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, this feels nice. This feels realistic. Um, I mean, we're going through an ASMR tangent. It's funny. I I will decide in editing if we're going to keep it. ASMR is such a like a parasocial like relationship type thing. Like it is. This would this would I don't I, I think mean, I think I feel like, like there was a, a surge of like ASMR like during the pandemic because say, yes, that's was. when I started listening to ASMR. I was like, I, I'm not talking I to was, anybody else. <laughs> I was listening to ASMR like before because it helps me go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like my brother. I described like a feeling I would get sometimes of the the, the tingly sensation, and he would be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's ASMR." And then I was like, what is that? And I looked it up. And then it's like, I just look for these videos that like help me go to Mm -hmm. sleep and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I think this is relevant with attraction because it's like, like you said, some people have the connotation is like ASMR, a sexual thing or like an attraction Mm -hmm. thing. And the way that it's like, for some people it is, or some people like that helps them or whatever. But Mm -hmm. like, for me, it's like, it's so platonic. It is so like the way... I yeah. I like the whole like mundane mundane like secretary mm-hmm. filling out your profile for a doctor's office. I've done a couple of those. Those That's are fun. So... <laughs> like wow. what's your name? Okay. Like they'll be like, what's your name? And then they'll be like typing a long ass thing. <laughs> and I'll oh be my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's too long. Oh, I love it also. <laughs> I love it. Like sometimes to do the makeup, and it's like I think this is gonna do great with your um olive toned skin. <laughs> and I'm like, no. and you're like, okay, sure, <laughs> sure, olive toned for sure. And it's like, oh my god, I love the curls in your hair. And it's like hair, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, that's kind of the whole thing. I I I find that way more comforting. Like, that than any kind of like somebody actually like as a spouse or a lover trying to like come I think, like hell no <laughs> i think i think the ones that i enjoy the most are the ones that like it feels like there's context between i don't want to say like me and them because that's weird but it's like between <laughs> who they're talking to you know who it's directed at and you know the speaker like it feels like there's context where it actually makes sense like it's kind of like when you go from like watching like commercial porn to like amateur porn where it's like you know you actually see like a couple that actually like each other and you can actually That's see the chemistry their, yeah. the con yeah the the context of like their relationship or like the chemistry 
um in between them i feel like there are some other ones where like it mm, i don't know so i feel like i feel like when i listen to asmr it's usually for for that like just that like i feel like in relationships like that's always what i've wanted where it was like that not over the top but like very realistic grounded kind of like mm. you know i care about you and i'm here for you but like not in like a super proving kind of way but in a in a way where it's like it feels like stable and it feels mm. normal you know and like i can rely on it um and not like a performance so i think like when i listen to that like that's the same feeling that it gives me yeah i it's interesting maybe this asmr tangent did have its purpose because i'm like <laughs> the way that it's like the the way i feel about it is like i understand the appeal of that but to mm -hmm. me i always find myself in like i'm usually the one giving the comfort and stuff like that maybe it's my capricorn stellium is like ah, mm -hmm. i'm fine things are great mm -hmm. <laughs> so i find mm -hmm. it very uncomfortable with that kind of like uh somebody trying to be comforting i have maybe I have to learn to let that go but yeah like, i was like context... maybe maybe that point that's pointing to a bigger issue <laughs> yeah that's probably a problem that, that's probably like a therapy discussion <laughs> um but the points that i do feel like genuinely comforted with asmr in like is the more like um sometimes it's like older sibling mm. helps you or Best wow, friend so does your platonic. makeup. Uh, or like just a really good secretary or receptionist mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. helps you out. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there was one that always gets me is like, you know, <laughs> like secretary helps you sign up for Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> That's so specific. That is that so is specific. Like, they'll be like, what's your tax bracket? Oh, okay. And then, like, <laughs> and then I'm just like, tingles. Oh, yes, tax bracket. <laughs> I think we're just two very different people. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, like, I keep getting, I keep getting this thought of, like, if I had met you, I think, like, earlier in my life, there's no way, like, I would have thought no. that I was demisexual. There's no way. I would have thought so. <laughs> I, like, because... I don't want to be, like, the poster boy for demisexuality, because I, <laughs> I, I don't know. But that is the kind of thing that it's, like, it's not a forefront kind of thing. It's just sort mm -hmm, of, like, mm -hmm. you know, it happens. Of It's sort of, like, I guess it's, like, saying, like, you're asexual until you're not. Though, I don't think I'm asexual. Like, you know, I masturbate regularly. I, I but I, I don't think I don't I don't okay I don't think that like masturbating outrules mm -hmm. asexuality. Okay, maybe I I don't know I don't know. Uh, I, I from what I've seen online I don't think it does. If there's any asexuals listening, comment about your perspective. <laughs> 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 your nightly activities. <laughs> I mean, like, if your nightly activities is watching receptionists <laughs> <send> you <laughs> for a Feel free to share. <laughs> and then we can relate on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, because it's like, I feel like it's not like I don't have, like, a libido or a sexual urge. I know it's mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And it happens. So I'm not going to deny that aspect about it but i feel like it's not as like a driving force or a 
because it's like you know it's just not there for people it's like oh my god that person's so hot i want to fuck them it's more like that person is like uh aesthetically attractive like that's a statement that's it that's all i feel about it i feel like like, the way that i think about like sexual attraction is that like especially when i have crushes it's like all mm, i don't know if it's like necessarily it's probably more sensual attraction uh, i would say where it's kind of like i just want to touch them i don't know but like not uh, touch them in like a sexual way but just like genuinely (laughs) like the general process for me is like okay they're stranger but i can maybe see them aesthetically attractive like that's a blanket okay and then after like four or five months like things start to like click in the head it's like oh he's very sweet or he's very nice or he's actually like really attractive or i like Mm -hmm. like a like his lips or something like Mm -hmm. that and then like Mm -hmm. like it goes into a year and then like my brain starts going, it's like, but what if he was your boyfriend? And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And then yeah. it was like, like that slow progression mm-hmm. to be like, it's like, but it would be a good partner. I don't normally do anything about it because like I said, most of the time it's with a straight guy. Yeah. Um, the few times that it did, it was somebody queer uh it did, didn't go anywhere i think there's like three examples there was the leader of the lab that's mm-hmm. the situation that happened r.i.p mm-hmm. and then uh another one that was a mutual friend of ours you know who it is so mutual friend was somebody that i w- was a friend for a while on and off after r.i.p and then for like a month we were getting all cutesy together and it was nice Mm-hmm. And I was actually making an effort. Like, I wanted to go but on did, dates. Like, wasn't I actually that like, was like... Wasn't that speeding up on your timeline, though? I said, like, a year. I known him, no. <laughs> you guys knew each other for that long? Yeah. yeah, it was, like, like on and off. Like, he was, like, not somebody, like, super prevalent in our friend group. But, you know, it was somebody, like... Because he was your friend. And, yeah. y- you know, he would come around every once in a while. And we would talk. Um, and that's just enough, like, enough engagement for my, like, uh, introvert ass to, like, yeah, okay, that counts. <laughs> and um, eventually, like, like I said, we made out, we were getting into it, um, and I was like, okay, we're, but it was like, when we came to the first date, he got cold feet, and then mm-hmm. he kind of ghosted me for two weeks, and I'm like, well, pff- yeah. You bl- it was like my mentality was like you blew it because already like okay. it took so long to get to this feeling and then it was like well um okay the, the imaginary the boner is gone I'm not interested mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. so it, that was disappointing but you know I um, was gonna say I think I think in my case I think in my case a lot of times like I I could have sex with someone but it's like un- like. There's a specific there's a specific point where I can tell like I'm fully I fully want to do it. And and then there are a lot of times like I feel like I'm more like yeah, I could do it, but I'm not completely like assured about it if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but it's not really like in an insecurities kind of kind of way. It's more like a like I don't even I don't even know what I'm trying to get to know before like having sex with someone, but there are sometimes like I feel like Whatever it is that needs to be checked off or complete, it is. And then I'm like, okay, it's time now. Um, 
but there have also been times where I, f- I feel like I feel like a lot of the times like in whatever metric that I have in my head um, I feel like when I have sex with people it's usually premature um, really? because I feel like it's yeah I feel like it's usually before I'm like fully in it um, uh... like I think I think um, Voldemort was probably the closest that I got to like being fully in it like I think you know our first uh-huh time like i was kind of taken aback and then i think by like the next couple of times like i was like fully fully in it i think um but i think like other times when i've started to like be intimate with like the other guys that like i've dated like it was very it was very like you know like it's like usually it was them kind of like putting on the table or like you know them instigating kind of um yeah and it wasn't like it was me following the pace more so than like yeah. establishing it. I get that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I have enough experience to like comment on that. Um, yeah. I've had near misses. No, but um, I think I think like I'm drawing a difference between like how it happens for you and how it happens for me because like for you it's kind of like a certain like a certain amount of time has to elapse before you can get yeah. there. Yeah. And I think for me it's just kind of like. I, I think it has to do with feeling emotionally safe, I think. So there are sometimes, uh, like, obviously, like, I don't need to, I don't need to be, like, emotionally safe to have sex with somebody, but I think, like, that's when I'm usually fully in it. Um, I think emotionally safe, or emotionally invested is the word I would use. Like, I don't need to feel safe, but then again, I'm a guy. I, I need to feel I'm safe. A, I like, know, I know you do. Usually I'm invested, but not safe. <laughs> Got I it. Feel. That's, okay, that's. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, because I feel like I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm like engaged with the person and stuff like that, but I'm not sure if you know they're reciprocating or it. if they actually, you know, like me and you know, I have a whole history, whatever, it's fine. You know, tra- okay. tra- yeah. trauma yeah. trauma trauma whatever. Trauma. Trauma. Okay. Um our okay, our conversation's going on to like an hour forty. Uh, yeah, but we're probably going to cover a couple of things. <laughs> Me too. Is there any <laughs> last um, points you want to talk about attraction before we sign off? There are no last points. I'm just realizing. I mean, not just realizing, but I mean, we kind of talked around it. We didn't really talk about like anything that has to do with like attraction. We kind of rehashed like different experiences that we had, but that's part of attraction like, in my mind. We didn't answer the question though, like. Oh, I mean, are I you guess, demisexual? Well, okay, I'm well, demisexual actually, and you're a whore. I, there we go. Okay, okay. Answer. cool. Question <laughs> answered. Um, <laughs> this marks the end of the episode. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, is there anything you wanted to say? Um, no, nothing. Honestly, like, I, I just think my general opinion about, like, the sexual attraction is just, like, I think even if you don't fall into, like, the outlined places where it's, like, asexual or, like, demisexual, I think a lot more people fall in between you know like it's a spectrum it's yeah, kind of it's like, like maybe you don't it's... completely identify with being demisexual but like some of it some of it like i identify with some mm. of it like feels relatable you know um and i'm sure yeah. it's like that for a lot more people so i mean there's like the other sexuality which is like you don't get sexually attracted to people that you're emotionally connected to i forget what that was called that's like mm. the opposite of demisexual that they can only have sex with okay. people that they're emotionally distant from or like can't like um, the emotional connection ruins it. Um, oh wow! Yeah, that, and I there's mean, like I know... a different varieties of all of 
that. Like, I know there's, like, aromantic, asexual, demiromantic, yeah, yeah, demisexual. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen a couple of different names for, like, when you're aesthetically attracted to somebody, when you're, like, sensually attracted to somebody versus, like, when you're, like, sexually attracted to somebody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But we didn't talk about any of that. <laughs> no, we didn't. Because, I like, we were going to originally do, like, asexuality and others, but the way that it's, like, it's not yeah. our, it's not our perspective. Yeah. Not um, entirely. Um, yeah. Maybe we could rehash about with people that are, like, um, those. Yeah, for sure. Type of situations. But mm-hmm. until then, this was a queer perspective. This was attraction. Um, yes. You know? Uh, so, see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Queer Perspective. We'd love some feedback, so please leave some reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. See you next time.